Hi everybody, I'm Taylor Onion and this is Power the Journey. We are powered by GamePlan with a focus on e-learning, career and mentorship services and data-driven feedback. GamePlan is the only all-in-one platform for total athlete development on and off the field. Partnered with over 300 athletic organizations at various levels, GamePlan is uniquely positioned to guide high school, college and professional athletes through 100% of their journeys. For more information, visit GamePlan at wearegameplan.com. That's wearegameplan.com. All right, as I mentioned, I'm your host, Taylor Onion, and we spend time talking to folks in all aspects of athletics, from administrators to some of our content partners and beyond. And today, we're keeping it in-house. Today's guest, Vin McCaffrey, is the founder and CEO of GamePlan. He founded the company in 2008 as a means to help college athletes find jobs. And over the years, GamePlan has transformed into a platform that integrates e-learning, mentorship, and career services for athletic organizations. Prior to founding GamePlan, Vin worked in a variety of sales and corporate development roles. He is a graduate of Lehigh University, where he was a member of the men's basketball team. And in 2008, he earned his MBA from Indiana University. Vin, welcome. How are you? I'm well. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Excited. I was thinking this is, this is, I think, the first time that we've had you on Power the Journey, probably the first time also, maybe with the exception of Jen. I think we had Jen on, but the, okay. one of the first times we've kept it in-house. So I'm excited. And I was I was thinking as you went through the introduction, you might have a future here. That kind of just rolled off your tongue. It was, it was pretty smooth. Yeah, good for you. <laughs> I've got I liked it. a little bit of a background in, in podcasting, so happy to, happy uh, to be able to do it for us too. I suppose. I appreciate it. For sure. So let's let's kind of kick things off, uh, you know, uh, as the podcast is titled Power the Journey. Let's start things off by having you tell a little bit about your journey to date. Now, obviously, I gave the the cliff notes there, but but I'll kick mm-hmm. it to you for the, the more in-depth version. Sure. Uh, so the journey for, from post-school and, and the, the launch, the yeah. business. Let's hear it. Yeah, yeah. So I, uh, I played, as you said, uh, basketball Lehigh. It's pretty bad. Uh, went out into the workforce after... Uh, and interestingly enough was hiring some folks and they were all former athletes. And I was like, huh, there, there's something to this athlete experience into the workforce. Uh, simultaneously, I was on the advisory board at Lehigh and I was learning a lot more about kind of the administrative side of things uh, in athletics. And, and I came home one day and I married way out of my league. You Illinois girls do that. And, uh, and Julie and I talked and I said, I've got this opportunity I believe to create like a monster.com for athletes. I was really wanting to connect athletes with employers. And, and, you know, this was, this was an interesting time, right? Because um, Quinn wasn't quite born yet, but we were working through some plans, but we were living up in New York. Um, the, the whole thing kind of came together pretty quick looking back um, and her support through that was, was, you know, the most critical part, but the business model was to have employers hire athletes and have athletes transition to the workforce. Uh, that was easier said than done. So as I went out and looked into what that was going to be, I was always thinking big. Um, how do you do this at scale? And so we started building some tools. Uh, eventually, actually, we started to build some online assessment instruments to help an athlete think about their identity, to help think about their interests, and a whole the whole presence there was to think about life after sport. And lo and behold, that's when the NCA started moving around APR and, and we started to solve some problems on campus that we actually didn't even know existed. And, and to make a long story short, what we realized this chicken or egg dilemma that we were running into around, you have to have the athletes to get the employers and you have to have the employers to get the athletes 
we were starting to solve. But what we recognized is they're actually on, if you would, the supply side, the athlete side, we were solving some really cool problems on campus, um, academic performance and key metrics associated with that. So we stayed focused there. And not to say we lost track of the idea of helping an athlete get a job, but it started to take a life of its own. And uh, and assessments became e-learning. E-learning grew into a lot more um, to where we are today, largest provider of education and assessment and survey to athletics organizations collegiately, professionally, uh, which is really exciting. Um, still haven't lost track of, and I know that's a bit of our conversation today, the idea of having the athletes uh, prepare for their transition into the workforce. Um, but the background, you just can't brush past because that athletic experience kind of mirrored a little bit of what we went through building the company. So it's, uh, you know, it was unique that way. What do you think it was about the idea that you had and kind of just where you were at in life, maybe that prompted you to move forward with it? Because I think a lot of former athletes have that same idea, right? Like that's how I got into working in athletics and and in student athlete development was Mm -hmm. based on the experience that I had going from being an undergrad into my master's and you know, kind of that struggle that exists, the identity struggle really that exists from athlete to workplace. So what, what was it for you that you were like, okay, this is absolutely something that I have to do. It's not just going to be an idea that, that kind of floats around in my head. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if it was any one thing, honestly, Taylor, like it was, you know, no one silver bullet, like a hundred lead ones, right. There, there were just a number of things that just every time I, I turned around, I, it just felt like it was creeping up on us. Like it, it just made more and more sense as we're having these discussions. Um, you know, if you talk to the individual off the street who was a former college athlete, oh, I miss college athletics. And, but when you really get into it, like I, my athletic experience wasn't great in college. You know, I, I have it's kind of like I played a little bit my freshman sophomore year. My coach got fired. New coach comes in junior year. It was really topsy turvy. My senior, year, I get cut uh, and. And I don't want to say that's the standard for what college athletic experience is in, but it's really not an anomaly. Like, it's not like a crazy experience that a lot of other kids don't go through. And I'm just using that as an example of like, but that's, those are some of the lessons that like today that I draw on, you know, like I've said, getting cut from my team, my senior year in college was probably the best experience I could go through to prepare me to start a company. You know, because you these series of setbacks that you go through and just figuring out, like as Ted always says, like failing forward, like that's part of the approach. Um, I don't think I knew it going through it, but like you, you come out the other way and you say, "Oh, this is this actually makes sense." Uh, as and the you know, what other experience do eighteen and twenty-two year olds going through college have? to do that, you know, military. Uh, I know some certainly like some personal setbacks that individuals go through, family circumstances, things like that. But programmatically, college athletics is set up to create a really challenging environment for young people that replicates out to the real world. Um, you know, as I said, I don't think I knew that going through it or, but but like when it became time to say, hey, I'm gonna go start this company. I drew on that. Uh, you know, I, I wanted to help a bunch of kids that kind of went through things like I did, because if you do, there's a real value in the marketplace. Like that's that's what's you know that young person doesn't truly understand the experiences of going through kind of hell and then coming out okay through that. Uh, employers are ready to hire for that, like for sure. And and how do we connect those dots? Um, 
what I didn't know when I was doing the initial business planning that I have, you know, the, the benefit of 14 years looking back is it's not the transaction of let's get the kid a job. It's, it's the process that the athlete has to go through. And what I think, you know, I really feel like we've separated ourselves on is like we're shoulder to shoulder with that athlete through all those years of that experience. So that when it does come time to make the evolution into the life after sport, we're already there. Like, it's not like a new thing for them. Um, you know, so again, so I think the, the business model to where it is today versus where it was 14, 15 years ago, much different, but the, the impetus is still the same, right? Trying to help young people make the transition, connect them with employers who really value that experience. Cause you want a good experience on both sides of the house, kind of where it fits. Yeah, that what you just said about uh, kind of getting you know super honed in on on that end picture and not necessarily thinking to enjoy the moment is something that we were my team was really focused on the year that we ironically maybe not ironically advanced to the national championship. That was our big thing is let's let's live in the moment, but let's also be resilient and you know what's next. Volleyball obviously is a is a game of rally scoring, so we had to be pretty quick and moving on to to the next yeah. thing, but. I think that translates directly to the athlete experience, which is part of the reason why I'm so excited to, to talk about academies with you today. But one of the things um, that we would tell our seniors, you know, when I was still on campus uh, is that we get so caught up, you know, especially junior, senior year, focusing on, I got to get a job. I got to get a job. I got to get a job that we're failing to consider some of these other pieces. We get so focused on career development that we're totally forgetting identity and who am I going to be outside of my teammates and who am I going to be off campus? And when do I work out and what do I eat now? And, and all mm -hmm. of these sorts of things. And so uh, the academies, which we just launched, um, super excited about it. It's a, it's, I think a, a pretty unique uh, idea. And obviously I can show a little bit of bias since I work at game plan. Uh, but let's kind of start off, you know, where did the idea for game plan academies come from? And why has it been, you know, important, again, for you to take that from idea to launch? Yeah, yeah, truth be told, it was Kevin's idea initially, and <laughs> I just stole it really quickly. And I've run with it ever since, uh, like it was mine, uh, which I probably do more than other things. Kevin uh, and I were talking one day and, you know, think about job boards, right? Like, I don't know how many job boards there are in the state, you know, US, but there's a lot. And and they feel highly transactional and uh, you don't get a real clear view into, you know, the employer and, and, and there's certainly a role and a function, but it's not, it's not necessarily how we're designed. Like we, I just share, like we're designed to see an athlete through an entire series of experiences. And, and so as we were like, like soul searching in a sense, like where do we fit? Um, what we recognized is there was this thing coming up that called employer branding that I really had taken to. And I started studying quite a bit. Um, map that on top of real skills that are required to make the transition to the workforce. There's a company called General Assembly. Uh, it's owned by ADECO now. And, and they do just a fantastic job prepping candidates to prepare to go into uh, software development primarily. Um, and, and, but the model was what they were calling an upskilling academy, you know, so an individual is going there to build a certain set of skills to prepare to get a different job that they're in today. And, and so I guess kind of like through a mishmash of a, a number of different areas that we were really planning through, what we recognize is we're good at education. We could measure that really well. Uh, you know, fortunately we were came, coming together with athlete viewpoint and and now we have a really good sense for survey and where athletes are versus where they want to go and that data. Overwhelmingly, athletes were asking for more career preparation over and above 
uh, other areas. So when we started thinking about it, like it just really hard to, to clarify fast, like, and then it became crystal, right? It was, it was like, if, if it's a continuation of the athlete experiences that we're already working with, who better than us, who else other than us could provide a set of skill building tools that an athlete would just jump in just like they're already performing assessments and, and, you know, sexual violence prevention education, sports wagering education. Oh, it makes sense to go and stay in the game plan to make the, the, the continuation to prep for a career. Um, that was it. Uh, what we, what we also went through is a series of like, what we're not, you know, we're, we're not LinkedIn, you know, we're not monster.com. We're not handshake. We're not a bunch of things. And that also was a good process for us to go through. We're, we're really good at education. We're, and we want to be able to, 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 to be able to see that through. Um, what I think does make us unique is, is obviously our positioning with the athlete in the athletics organization. What is also unique is our ability to be able to now bring employers directly into the educational experience. Um, one of the things that I just, I would struggle to look, I, I read a lot of job descriptions and I don't know, like when you read a job description, what the hell the kid's actually going to go do. Like, I'm not sure if that tells a complete story. And I think that holds a lot of employers back. So this, this idea and the model of bringing employers directly into the educational process, I thought general assembly really, you know, not to cover off the ball on that one. And, and so that was a, that was a concept we, we looked at and stole from them to say, let's bring these things together. We have a really unique group of, of individuals and candidates, if you will, and we're going to be able to take them through upskilling skills, but let's, Let's take the air out of the room. Let's bring the employer directly to the athlete as part of the educational experience, because ultimately that's why they should be here, right? To help them see into the next phase of their life. So, um, yeah, the concepts there, it was Kevin's, but we really evolved it uh, quite a bit. And, um, yeah, we're excited. I think it's, I think it's going to be, you know, a, um, I think it's going to, it's going to kick out a lot of rock stars, but it's, it's really needed too. And, and that, that, that's founded with the information we have from, you know, athlete viewpoint. For sure. I should, I should clarify for listeners, Kevin is our EVP of product. Uh, so on the product side has overseen historically content and curriculum and, and some of these other things. So the, the education to e-learning, I mentioned that both in the intro to the show and also in your, in your bio event, that's been something that has been, it's not new, right? So the, the e-learning aspect of this is something that we've been doing the employer uh, sponsorship and or to have, you know, an organization come in and say, hey, we want to do financial education with you guys on your platform is also not really new. So what is it about academies that is completely different from the other types of e-learning that we offer? Yeah. Yeah. It, it's, it is a, it's time specific. Uh, we're going to be doing it in a framework of a month. It's, it's skill specific, meaning it's very career oriented uh, in that it, it directly ties into the job market, which is unique compared to the, the vast majority of our other uh, learning courses. It is certification based. So the student uh, is going to receive a badge certification of completion. And I think what makes it most unique uh, is in addition to, you know, the, the it's, there's essentially three components of the program. Uh, there's an assessment aspect of it. It's a self-awareness process. There's the 12 e-learning courses uh, associated with the, the actual curriculum. And then there's this day in a life program, learning about the different employers who are, are coming in because they're interested in, in networking and hiring that, that athlete for prospective roles. Uh, so those three areas make it very unique. 
from the standpoint of the interactions they're also going to, the athlete can also become to expect. So just a little bit more targeted than, than maybe what we've done historically in the past. Yeah. And, and, and this, in the, you know, collegiately professionally, so it's going to be available for, for upperclassmen, graduate students, uh, our professional athletes are going to be available. Alumni, professional athletes are going to be available and they're nominated. So I think that makes it unique as well that, you know, the athletics organizations we work with are identifying individuals who are interested in making this transition and feel like it's a good fit. So, um, yeah, I think it is, it is unique. Um, but I don't think it's different. You know, I think from that standpoint, like the, the athlete going through the experience is not going to look and say, oh, this is apples and oranges compared to, you know, other experiences inside a game plan. I think it's just if like the highway of learning and developing, um, you know, that individual would be, you know, like they're, it's, I think it's streamlined for them from that perspective with game plan. Yeah. Yep. For sure. Streamlined is a good way to put it. And we're going to have multiple academies in the future. We're working on obviously developing those and, and getting some more uh, topics, so to speak, or, or career yeah. paths uh, in there. But we've kicked things off with our game plan sales academy. Um, so right now, partner schools, uh, as been mentioned, can go through the nomination process and nominating up to 10 athletes to go through and participate in the academy. Uh, so my question for you, Vin, is why start with sales? Yeah. Listen to this, how in-depth this logic is, Taylor. So if you go out to the marketplace and talk about athletes as they transition to the workforce, overwhelmingly you hear, oh, so-and-so is in a sales organization. So there's, it's not an uphill battle to hear the success that, prior, that athletes, alumni athletes have in the workforce, in particular in the sales field. There's just not. Um, second, when you think about early career entrance and in hiring in bulk, sales organizations tend to hire in bulk. Not onesie twosies. They they hire a lot of a lot of individuals for the organization, entry level sales programs, and so forth. So, so we connected the dots. You know, we went after low hanging fruit to say employers are seeking athletes to hire into sales organizations. 18 to 22 year old athletes, professional athletes, even if they're extended into you know, post-collegiate life, don't have a lot of exposure to what sales really is in that role and those roles. So sales and business development and customer success, all those types of positions, they haven't had a chance to work in them. So we want to break the ice. We want to actually start to teach some of those hard skills into a field that likely they're very qualified beyond what they're going to get through with game plan, their personality characteristics, the experiences they've had on in, as part of an athlete balancing all that they do as an athlete fit really well. Um, so it wasn't, it wasn't real scientific. It was to a sense of like, let's just go after what's like, what's most apparent. Yeah. Yeah. I think part of what is at least from my perspective in, in reviewing the content and, and everything is that this sales Academy is very specific to a sales job. So in student athlete development, if we're on campuses uh, and you know, Vin, we're, we're in a space where we're educating broadly, right? Jacks of all mm -hmm. trades, definitely our, our student athlete development professionals where they might not be certified or, or well-educated in the areas of financial education or nutrition or mental wellness or some of these other pieces, but yeah. we're facilitating it, right? Like we're studying it and then we're facilitating it to our athletes. This is really cool because we've had a, a group come in, a subject matter expert, the Neely Leadership Group, come in, build this content that is specific to working in sales. They've got the experience. They know, you know, they have the knowledge that really needs to be transferred to the athletes so that it's easier to, to see, oh, this is, okay, you know, kind of what I need to, to go in. And I saw, I think Kevin used the, the term the other day, uh, pre-employment knowledge. And I thought, man, what a, 
what a killer phrase that is because it's exactly what it is. It provides that, you know, base level foundational information that you would need to go do an interview, to go do an internship or to have an entry level job in, in sales. Truth be told, he stole that from me because I use that (laughs) phrase. So, but yeah, it it is, it's pre-employment education and it's, it's, it's an on-ramp, right? Like if, if an individual is going into, it's going to give them in the interviewing process, it's a leg up. If, if, if the individual's hired, you're not flat-footed. You, you have a sense for what to expect. Um, It's a baseline of knowledge. Um, You were kind of asking, like, this is kind of our first foray. Yeah. And we see different industries, perspectively, that will be able to relate more specific industry niche associated with sales. You'll see different roles and functions as we go and expand the academies into different areas that we see good, strong fits for you know our, our athletes as they make the transition. So um, it's step one of, of a long journey, uh, but we're we're really excited. And the, like where it is right now and what you've done and the team's done has been killer. Um, the employers coming in has been fantastic. You know, we're estimating it's going to be over a thousand athletes in the program for year one. There are four sessions. I was mentioning it earlier. I didn't. I probably should have told a little deeper story. So it's a month long session starting later October. Uh, there'll be one in the winter, one in the spring, one in the summer to be able to kind of correspond with seasonality, particularly with college athletes, but professional athletes too. Uh, it's going to be three sections: the assessment, the self awareness, the education, and the engagement with the employers. Um, but the idea behind it is by making it these month-long sessions is also putting a framework of what to expect, you know, how to, to you know, allocate your time, how to manage towards that. Um, but it's also going to be able to allow us to measure and how to get better. You know, it's our first one through, you know, and, and just like everything else in life, we're going to try to make, you know, round two even better. So, uh, so we are excited. It's, it's been fun to come back to uh, a little bit of that initial mission. Like I I've seen our mission evolve into the journey and I, I'm I'm a thousand percent down that road, but a key part of that is to also see the athlete into career, which I couldn't agree with you more. There is other aspects of the individual's transition into life after sport, their mental transitions and their identity transition more, but getting a job is a real thing, particularly in this employment market, um, which, which is also unique. So like in timing, we know the athletes are asking for it. Interestingly enough, employers are asking for it in a really big way. And it's unique and it's not just a job board. It's not just a database. We're bringing individuals who are in effect raising their hand to this. I've, I've been calling it pipeline as a service for the, for the employer base. And it's been really well received. So we're excited about that response too. So even, you know, in a somewhat of a, of a risky marketplace economically today, the labor market is still such that people are looking to hire people and, you know, and athletes still have, that, um, you know, overall that perspective that they're going to transition well and all the, the things we talked about before, but now we're giving them a specific skill set to prep them for, you know, the sales marketplace, which is exciting. So we're in a good place. Yeah. So I, and I just want to say for the record, so Kevin's idea, but your tagline, is that what we're going yeah, with? Here? Yeah. <laughs> that's fair. Yeah. Probably <laughs> like a lot of things that has happened around here. That's, that's usually how it works. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. So the Academy, we, we, you just mentioned, Ben, you just touched on this. So it's going to, it's going to impact a bunch of different audiences. It's kind of slated to, uh, to speak to several different audiences. You've got the athletes, mm-hmm. you've got the athletic organizations, and then the employers, We've talked at a pretty high level to this point, how that is going to look. So let's start with, um, for athletes, how does the academy work for them? Yeah. 
for them, as they're nominated, they're coming into our system. They're already in our system, but they're coming into the academy and it's going to be received as a series of assignments that they'll work through over the course of a month. Um, and as a ballpark estimates somewhere around two and a half hours work of overall total work ethic. Um, and, and that's going to be combined across all three sections. The, you know, the assessment around, um, your, your personality profiling, uh, the 12 e-learning courses, and then working with the employers. So just order of magnitude, two and a half, three hours worth of work during that month of focusing in. The key part of this, though, is kind of what happens next. Now these employers and the athletes are going to be connected directly uh, in a networking environment to be able to go and start the interviewing process and, and eventually get hired. You know, our our primary focus, our primary measurement, my primary measurement on looking at this is number of athletes hired out of the program. Uh, it's a key metric that we we want to focus in on both from the athletic side, but also obviously from the employer side. Yeah. Yep. So from, from the athletic side, then how does this serve? We've, we've talked about the athlete. How does this serve the athletic organizations of which the athletes are a part? Yeah, I think it's, you know, it's a, it's, if you think about the game plan solution, depending on how that athletics organization using game plan education and, and the analytics, the survey tools, uh, obviously all the data analytics behind the scenes, this is very much focused on the career side. This is, this is a pathway to help that athletics organization help athletes make the transition to the workforce. You just did a really nice job kind of you know, like expanding, like this is what happens on campus. And it's hard right now. College athletics is evolving rapidly. Professional athletics is evolving rapidly. How do we help athletes make these transitions? You're spinning a lot of plates if you're in that role. So we've just become a, an extension of the athletics organization in that area. I've yet to meet someone and say, no, nah, I don't want to help that kid get a job. Like that's just not my wheelhouse. I've yet to meet that person. I meet the person that says it's just so hard to do every day of the week. Like it's so hard to be able to network with alumni, to be able to see an individual through an interview process, just to connect people through an email introduction. It's an act of God. So from that standpoint, we're trying to take a little bit of that off their plate. Uh, and we think it's a do good, do well scenario from that from that perspective. Um, so we think it's a, you know, it's an expansion of the value that we're already providing to the athletics organization. Um, and it's nothing for them to do other than nominate the athletes that they're probably already on their mind. Yeah. Sure. And then last piece, and you've touched on this in a couple of different ways, but how does this serve employers specifically? So if they're employers who are looking to get involved, maybe with a future academy, how does this serve them? Yeah. Thanks for asking. Uh, it's, it's two ways. Uh, one is going to expand your brand. Uh, and you know, we have a lot of athletes in our platform, 150,000 plus athletes. They're going to see the employer brand in, in, in you know, prominent aspects in our app. And it's not just the career opportunities. It's, it's showcasing the employer brand. What does the organization do? And, and that comes through um, directly to the athletes. Uh, so I would say, first and foremost, you're going to have, you're going to have a chance for brand expansion. But why employers are, are, are buying into our value proposition is because they want to hire an athlete. So they're going to get direct access to network directly with an athlete who's going through the Game Plan Academy, who's an athlete who's raising their hand saying, I want to learn more about uh, sales, develop a certain set of skills with the idea that I can see myself doing this post-athletics life. Uh, so from that standpoint, employers are looking at this, as I said, as a pipeline, as a service 
to be able to connect with really qualified candidates to hire them. Uh, and we want to put that on a silver platter for them, make that very easy, um, kind of get out of the way. So we want to bring the athlete and the employer directly together, you know, through the experience. The nice part of how that will be, the, the employer might say, well, how's that happen? Well, it's going to happen a few ways. The, the first way is they're going to actually get a chance to teach a day in the life at the employer. So think about like the average job description for a second. Um, I remember I worked at Merrill Lynch when I was um, at Lehigh this summer and I loved it. But I remember looking at their job description of like how fancy it was versus what I actually did. They didn't look the same uh, and they, they were very different. We want to kind of dispel that. Like we want to come in and have the employer directly say, here's a day in the life at game plan. Here's our mission. Here's what kind of culture you can expect. Here's what the interviewing process is going to look like. It's going to be seven interviews, so on and so forth. Here's who your manager is going to be. Here's who your colleagues are going to be. Here's your compensation package in, in range. Uh, here's what type of career path you can expect. Here's how other athletes, just like yourself, have transitioned into our, our team, and here's how they've performed. Things that if the athlete takes a moment to kind of think about what it's going to be like to work at a place, I probably just knocked out most of their questions, right? So we want to be able to do that directly from the employer. Let them tell the story a day in the life. And so if we can do that in a fashion that the athlete is actually required to go through that experience through our e-learning mechanisms, they're going to do that before they get their certification. We already are now kind of telling the story in a way that every employer is seeking to do back to the employer brand discussion. Um, now we take that one step further because the individual is now going to be in a scenario where they're going to be able to network directly with the, the athlete and the employer and vice versa. The athletes can be able to network with the employer um, there's a common bond there, right? They know why they're connecting. That it's not out of left field. Hey, hey, I'm taking a shot on a cold email here. Um, you know, would you be open to a discussion? That's all. That's all off the table at this point. We're now making it directly connected between the employer and the athlete. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah, absolutely. All right. So, last question before we move into to kind of our final segment of the show. Let's mm -hmm. let's speed things forward. So a year from now, we're looking back, we're taking stock of, of year one of Game Plan Academies. What impact do you hope this has had on athletes at that point? Yeah. Yeah, I think it's 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 certainly preparation for the transition, but I want to be measured for we got a bunch of kids' jobs. Like that is our primary measurement on this program. Uh, we want to look back and be able to say out of the thousand plus candidates that have gone through this, here's how many were able to obtain a job through the program. So I think first and foremost, it's there. Uh, if that's 1A, 1B is the education. Like We want to be able to, to drive a skill set back to what we believe is really critical to lay the, you know, the pre-employment framework to them that will help with that transition. Um, but I do prioritize getting a job first. If an athlete is thinking about our program, they should come into it thinking that this is an opportunity for them to be able to onboard to a prospective employer. Um, but the educational piece, you know, I'm, I'm not jumping past that. It's a critical part of this. That badge is going to live with them for the rest of their, you know, their professional career. And hopefully it's one of many that they're able to to go and grow and develop with, but it's a starting point from our perspective into the professional experience. Yeah. And the athletics organization should, should take you know heed to that too, right? So the value there is their athletes are participating in a program like this that are transitioning into successful lives after sport. You know, and I back to my point, I've yet to meet an athletics organization who doesn't see that as part of their critical mission. Every strategic plan I read, 
has that as a key part of it. I don't see a lot of detail oftentimes beyond how that's going to happen. So I think this is one where we, you know, it's a tactic, if you will, inside of a strategic plan that an athletics department and athletics organization and pro league pro club can look at and say, this is, this is something that never existed before that we can help our athletes go through. Yeah. For sure. For sure. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Okay. So final two questions. Number one is what is the next big thing happening at game plan? I'm laughing a little bit as I ask that, because I'm like, do I even know the next big thing? So if, if you can, you know, whatever you want to talk about, I'll leave it, I'll leave it that way. Yeah. 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 I, I know. I, I, yeah. Um, Thanks for asking. It's, if you look back over the last two years, athletics gone through a lot of change. Um, I, I feel very proud going through certain timeframes in athletics in the last two, three years, where I really believe we were valued, invaluable point of education for athletes, social justice education, we're heading into an election season, uh, mental wellness education. It's, I would say the next big thing that you're going to start to see and hear more of is we're very focused on sports wagering education, understanding uh, perspective dangers associated with with sports wagering, uh, uh, what I would call responsible gaming, but also the ecosystem of sports wagering because you see it; it's not going in the way. So helping athletes understand what that is, I think you'll see a lot more coming through there. I have taken note over the last twelve to eighteen months the challenges associated with mental wellness, and I think you might see some things going there as well. Where I'm really excited about where that's going for us as well, um, and so I think from an educational standpoint, from a you know from an analytics standpoint, we're a leader, right? So we're seeing athletes grow and develop um, our ability to now benchmark and grow and develop, create tailored education for specific needs, for example, career development. Uh, those are key things that we're seeing, but we're we're staying on pace with athletics, and particularly when you start thinking about like. The marketplace like college athletics where every day feels like it's another big big thing that just came out we're a partner in that right we're able to address those big challenges really rapidly that's what game plans allowed to do so so i would say it's not just like one thing as so much as conceptually just staying on pace with the industry as it evolves as quickly as it does um, as a true partner with the organizations we work with but but those thematically are the ones that i think about all the time right you know it's it's dangers, right? Sports wagering could be a major challenge if it was, if it was exposed and, and something bad happened. Like we want to, we want to stay ahead of that. Um, mental wellness is a very significant aspect. We've all seen it. We've heard the, you know, those stories. Um, and I can't imagine a more pressing priority for us to, to go out and address with an athlete because it impacts everything else they do, right? Like if I'm in a bad place mentally, I don't know how life looks like, you know, like, don't worry about a job. Don't worry about competing. It's just like, I gotta get through the day. We got to get past that. Like, how do we help an athlete go through those things? Um, and then just general education, helping them expand and understand more about themselves, more about, you know, what's happening in society. Like we play a role there. They are looked at, you know, you know, for better or worse and helping them understand where that fits, uh, helping them understand their lane a little more, I think is something we've really prided ourselves on. So we do a good job with it too. Uh, and cause we have this killer head of curriculum that does all this for us. So it, it goes our way that, so we're going to stay on top of it. Um, I would just say a couple of those key areas that we see changing really rapidly are the ones that we want to get out ahead of, right. You know, like Noah didn't start building the ark when it was raining. So, you know, we want to get ahead. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yep. All right. Last one. So a minute ago, we turned the dial forward by a year. Now we're going to turn the dial back to 18 year old Vin. If yeah. you could do that, what might you say? Yeah. Yeah. 18 year old Vin is really glad there were like cell phones with cameras on them and, you know, those types of things. Cause I'm sure as hell not running the company I am right now, if that were the case. But I thought about this, uh, you, you know, 18 year old Vin should feel really good. Like, like I, I crushed it with, you know, like lucky enough to marry the woman I did. Our family's great, like just great. Uh, and I do what I love. Like, so like this part has been like the blessing of all blessings. It's really hard. I mean, and I work around the clock, but it doesn't feel like work. Like it's just a ton of fun. Uh, and I love what I do. So, you know, if you could ever tell an 18 year old, Hey, this is going to be like, the lifetime of lifetimes, like that's pretty good. You know, I would say, I wish I was a better basketball player. Cause it kind of sucks that I always have to say like, Oh, yeah, well, I'm very good. Like, you know, like you went to Illinois, Kevin went to Illinois, like, you know, there's Illinois basketball and there's where I played and I wasn't even good at where I played. So it was like, come on, like there's it, my story would have been like infinitely better if I was like, a like, half decent basketball player, but, um, Beside that, I'm in a good place. Like, yeah, I wouldn't change a thing. Like, life's good. Good. Awesome. Well, Vin, thank you so much for, for taking the time today. I know. Yeah, my pleasure. You've you've got all kinds of stuff on your calendar, but uh, we, we were a little last minute in getting this scheduled. I guess that's a perk of, of keeping it internal for this week's podcast episode. So it was great to catch up and great to, to hear your perspective more on Game Plan Academies. Thanks, Taylor. If you enjoyed our conversation today, please let us know. You can like and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. You can check back in next week as we interview another industry leader. And don't forget, your journey has power.